Hello and welcome to another episode of Bomb Brigade. I'm Michael Panish. And I'm Jenny Panish. And today we are examining the 2013 supernatural gothic southern romance, Beautiful Creatures. So, this movie, this is one that you recommended because astute listeners will know that we did not promise beautiful creatures in our last episode. No, we're sorry. But we've done this before. We've been like, we're going to do a thing. And then we try to do it. And then we can't because it's been taken off Netflix and we don't want to pay money to see a bad movie. Yeah. You know, except for that last part, we kind of sound like our current president. <laughs> Yeah. It's like he says, you know what? I'm going to pass some regulations on guns. Mm -hmm. This is exactly like that. We're we're (laughs) going to watch. It's the exact same level of importance as well. I know. We were all (laughs) sitting. Yes, the exact same level. We said we were going to watch King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. I'm sorry we're flip-flops. Yeah, then we get this call from the NRA being like, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't do that. Yeah, because, you know, swords are the enemies of guns. And You're right. this so, movie that we are reviewing actually does have guns in it. So Yes, they cause no problems in the movie. <laughs> Just like in real Just life. Like in real life, no one gets shot. That's actually mm-hmm. like a main plot point. <laughs> yes, that's a lie. I told another lie. Oops. Yeah. Well. So not King Arthur. We'll do that another time in the future at some point. If it gets back put on HBO or Netflix or Amazon Prime. That's right. But we only the only the ones that our parents pay for. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Thanks for shining a light into that corner of our finances. Listen, listen. I think pretty much everybody's Netflix account belongs to somebody else besides them. Like, do you know anybody that pays for their Netflix account? Uh, I mean, adults who are no. have good I, finances. I was using the Hulu account of one of my friends' ex housemates. <laughs> ex-boyfriend wow. for a while and Dang. then it got removed <sighs> a, so seven degrees of separation but now i don't have huh? hulu that's the only one oh. that's the only one i don't have yeah me neither that's okay i feel like we have, we have so many so much yes this movie we watched on netflix so you can watch it too probably because you probably have netflix i mean if you want and... to we'll tell you if we recommend it at the end Yes, we'll we'll give you a heads up of whether or not you should watch Beautiful Creatures after we have described every part of it. Yes, spoiler alert. But, yeah, spoiler alert for Beautiful Creatures. So let's actually talk about, let's plant the charges okay. and talk about how Beautiful Creatures came to be. So let's, uh, let's turn back that clock. It's 2013. It's 2013 and wow. the whole world. Oh my God, what, we've got that. Twilight fever. I, you took the words right out of my mouth. Oh, twi- Twilight fever? You got the... Yeah, we caught it bad. Oh, God. Hold on. I got this thing in my throat. I'm coughing. Oh, a hunky werewolf I just vomited up. And what's this? Water in my eyes? No, wait. That's a sexy vampire. Yeah, this is you like during this bit the, I'm the, doing? Yeah, the heyday of <laughs> supernatural, true blood, the vampire diaries and or chronicles. <laughs> both of them both of them did, 
did True Blood? Because this, this this actually reminded me a lot of True yeah. Blood. Did True Blood come out around this time? Or? Uh, True Blood's a little earlier, but I think True Blood. When did True? Let me just Google this really fast. Yeah, it was definitely on the air when this movie True was Blood, released. When did it end? I watched all of True Blood. So True Blood started <laughs> in tw- two thousand eight and then ended in twenty fourteen. So like True Blood was just getting really bad around this time. Right. This is and, kind and of the, the also, end of that fever. Yes, and I'm sure the the Suki Stackhouse Mysteries. Yeah, that was uh, even came out then. earlier. Did I ever tell you that I went to the bar in True Blood? Wow, really? It's in like Louisiana? Location. No, no, no. It's just a, a filming Bon Toms, a filming location in Long Beach that I went one time when I was visiting my friend in Long Beach, and it was just a oh, bar, man. and we saw a um, we saw like a really bad cover uh of like limp biscuit we saw a limp biscuit cover <laughs> band that was performing and it was awful um oh, but the man. bar was like fun you know they were like the bar from true blood you can go there it's a real place it's where they filmed it thanks for thanks for ruining the fantasy jenny oh sorry yeah i know it's like oh you're expecting hot vampires but you really get a limp biscuit cover band <laughs> it's like the opposite <laughs> yeah it's a, it was a nightmare uh, <laughs> a real horror show Mm. no vampires well, included speaking of horror shows this movie is based on a book series that is a horror gothic romance the beautiful creature series which i think came out in 2009 so kind of around the same time a book written by two authors cammy garcia and margaret stoll it's called the caster chronicles so i didn't read these but i do remember friends of mine carrying them around Okay. And I was intrigued by the cover because it had like a sexy th- thing on it, like a bodice lady, maybe. Let me. Look. Were they like bodice rippers? Like, I don't uh... know. I was just like, "What is this? Beautiful." Hmm. Looking up a cool cover illustration. Yeah, well, look. they were evidently pretty successful because, or maybe it was just because people wanted some of that Twilight money. And it was just a sexy tree, but it was. I was still like enticed by Wait. it. A sexy tree. Yeah, it looks like a, like a fun, sexy tree. That Wait, was all so winding we're winding tr- around, you know? Ooh, okay. Yeah, I mean, some hot wood, he might call it. Yeah, I don't know. It looked interesting. That was, yeah, I'm I sure mean, they're yeah, interesting it was books. Definitely like the target audience for sure. Like I was in high school. Sure, a teen girl. I was a teen girl. I liked the the sexy boys. I watched Supernatural. I, Who doesn't? I hate. I hated myself. You know, it's fine. <laughs> oh, okay. We were all sorry young. to hear we that. We were all young once. Um, so, definitely, I think the success of Twilight and the success of True Blood. You know, they wanted studios wanted to cash in on that trend, <clears throat> and I definitely think that's how Beautiful Creatures went from was adapted why it was adapted what the studios were hoping for and also why it kind of failed yeah because this is this is no true blood yes or no twilight, no twilight. More, more accurately yeah yeah everyone critics were like oh man a twilight knockoff and they did not like it yeah and i think audiences kind of felt the same way they were like well i already i'm already breaking dawn twice and, and there's a new moon i don't want to do you see a beautiful creature? Like, I don't even know what that is. What's the yeah. what's the creature in it? It's witches. <laughs> or casters. But it's not called. like a sex you know. It's also like the, the girl is the has the powers, not the sexy boy. Exactly. I think a lot of some critics like they said, Oh, this just a it just Twilight with them genders flipped all around. Yeah. 
Gosh, I mean, they're not and, wrong. <laughs> uh, I mean, they're not, but I also think it's kind of unfair yeah. to label this as just a Twilight ripoff. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's something else. Yeah. It is it is its own thing. But I think, you know, everybody is kind of, from the, pe- the people who made it, <laughs> uh, or at least the you know people who produced it, uh, and the critics are all, are all guilty of uh, the sin of labeling it a Twilight ripoff. Mm-hmm. And because of that, audiences didn't really show up. And it, even though it has a pretty good cast, uh, including yeah, a the cast young is individual really good. Um, who has gone on to some great things, Mr. Alden Ehrenreich, uh, it did not do very well at all. No other Beautiful Creatures movies were made, and it remains a curiosity only living forever in the dusty corner of Netflix Watch Instantly. So if you're like a teen teen girl who wants to mm-hmm. be like, I, I wonder who that Han Solo fellow is going to be. I haven't seen much of his work. You can you can watch this and be like, well, I guess he's charming. Uh-huh. Or you could watch uh, him say, would that it tore so simple. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, um, in, uh, in Hail Season. Yeah, he's very good in that. Yes, he plays I... the exact same character. <laughs> oh, he really does. He's just like I'm a charming southern boy. He does it very. Uh-huh. He does a good job of being a charming southern boy. So let's Though, see if Jenny... he's a good charming Han Solo boy. Yes, can I? Can I tell? Can I uh, admit my, a secret shame? Yeah, what's up? I got him and Ansel Elgort mixed oh, up. Oh, they're really the same. <laughs> okay, so I was like, they're Baby Driver. Yeah. That's isn't that the guy who's the new Han Solo and was in. Hail Caesar and was I really think, good. I um, think Ansel Igor was actually. Is that his last name? Is it Igor? Ansel Igor? <laughs> is that his name? What's his name? Ansel, well, I mean, he. Uh, whatever. You know, you don't want to talk about the baby driver. Um, I think yes, he was. Yes, the guy in... who helped Dr. Frankenstein build his monster, Ansel <laughs> Igor. Yes, I know. <laughs> he was in the running to be the Han Solo. So there was. It was so between it was like, these, these two white boys that looked the same. Ansel Elgort same. versus Alden Ehrenreich. And you're like, which one's more charming? Was Taron Edgerton in there too? Because he's also. I think so. And this is like. There's like all in, of them, though. All of them boys. Emery Cohen? Was he involved maybe? Little. I don't know. What, kind of a rundown between Emery, Alden, Taron, and Ansel? They all okay. the same boy. You know how like this this isn't this is an old gag, mm-hmm. uh, but like people think you know African American names are funny or like black names are funny. Mm-hmm. They're like <laughs> Deja. <laughs> is there like Deja Vu? Viola Davis. That's a Ben Shapiro are you gonna play the viola? joke. Yeah, like fuck off because white people names. Come on, Alden, yeah, Ansel. What? Like what are these names? Yes, They're and so if you bad. actually look at. African-American names, a lot of them are, you know, from Arabic or from mm-hmm. various languages from the African continent, and they are real names. I don't know what kind of, where they got Alden or Ansel from. Yeah. Well, I think Ansel is, like, like Hansel and Gretel. Oh, that's true. Isn't yeah, they're probably like from, like, that? Germany or Sweden or, you know, some some European place. Yeah. But, any- <laughs> anywho, I can't pronounce them. <laughs> Right. What what I'm saying is like there's plenty of weird names for for oh, white weird people. Names. Some yes. names in this movie include Ridley. Yes, and for a girl, which is not Delphine. the worst. Delphine. Yeah, that's a magical name and Macon. Yeah, Macon. That's Jeremy Irons' Macron. character. <laughs> Macron? Macaroon. 
Yeah, Macaroon. That's a made-up character. Yeah. <laughs> who, who plays Macaroon in this movie, Beautiful Creatures? Oh, Jenny? that was Ansel Igor. Oh, yes. Ansel Igor uh, has an interesting turn as Macaroon, the character we just made up. <laughs> he just appeared and did a magic trick and then disappeared. And it's like, goodbye. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of I a, love magic. <laughs> I'm a caster. Whoa. <laughs> He's kind of like a squeaky voice to the talking cat kind of character. <laughs> yeah, and it was kind of weird that Ansel Igor did, did that. You know, he's not really <laughs> yes. a charming boy, but... Very out of place. He was a weird little, little talking cat. He was mm-hmm. like the familiar of... Named Mac Macaroon. Mac and Macon. Mac and me. Yeah. Macaroon and All right. Me. I guess we yeah. should talk about this movie. <laughs> okay. Oh, I do want to share a quick thing. So, because mm-hmm. we, we got to talk about our personal relationship Ooh, to yeah. beautiful creatures. Do you have one? No. Well... I mean, I remember seeing the sexy trees. Did you not see this in the theaters? I did not. Okay. I did not see I haven't seen it, you know, until I watched it for the show. But I do remember seeing a, a trailer for it. And there is a scene in the trailer, which is not in the movie, because I remember the scene very well, in which Ridley, it's like she's having a showdown with the grandma or something, and she's talking about um, Lena, and she's like, she's mine. Or she says, like, back off in yeah. a very, like, over-the-top mm-hmm. way. This movie, you know, and this is yeah. particularly over-the-top. Yeah, Emma, I was Emily seeing... Rossum really gets to chew the scenery. Absolutely. And I was seeing it with our mother, and she laughed out loud <laughs> at the over-the-topness of this line in the theater, embarrassing me. <laughs> yeah, well, I know our mom listens to this podcast. But I remember, like, one time I took, like, one of my friends to see... Um... Pride and Prejudice, and during the whole movie, she was like, would you like to live in this house? Would you like yeah. to date Mr. Darcy? Just, like, asking questions. We were like, no, I'm watching the movie. Yeah, I, this wasn't as bad as that. This was just yeah. laughing at, a Ugh. you know, an overly dramatic moment in a trailer. Yeah. So, not not that bad. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's all I know about Beautiful Creatures until I watched it. Yeah, who's the beautiful creature in this movie? Is it the witches? The, cast, the casters, casters oh, Jenny, God, come on. Oh, I know. I like, I'm sorry, I don't know. They're like, they're stitch punk or whatever. Like, <laughs> fuck stitch you. Punk. Like, you know, they have their own, like, where, where, you know, we don't call them witches. We call them casters. We don't call them little doll things. We call them stitch punks. Like, I know. They have their own terminology. You know, your own dumb, your own stuff. Your own dumb. And like, uh, a show, a movie we might do for this, which we're debating, is Bright. Which is the dumb, the worst like, example oh, of that. It's the worst one. Where they're like, people who can wield magic wands and cast spells, they're called brights. And you're like, you know what else they're called? Turn off the movie, God. Please don't make a sequel. No one watched it on Netflix. And those who did. Bright 2. More brights. Oh, man. What if they called it like Bright 2? Brights? Because, like, there's more than one? Yeah. There's, a, there's several you know, brights? they should call it literally any other movie. Don't give Bright too money. The, please, please don't. Please don't. I know yes. they're doing it. I guess Bright was for normal people or whatever. Bright was for the <laughs> average audience. But, no, I think was people it? are better and smarter than that. And, like, I think that I've got a relatively um, normal attention span. Yeah, I would say so. And that did not capture my attention span. Uh-huh. And listen, like, I, I sat through some weird... So I've sat through some weird shit. I've yeah. watched some crazy things. One time I watched a short film that was just a girl looking at a candle for ten minutes. 
I watched Whoa. the whole thing. It was in in, in school. But mm-hmm. and I was like, "Whoa, this is interesting. She's got the attention of the candle. Can she hold it? Can she hold her attention?" Cuz like, I got to hold my attention and like it was a whole thing and it was like, "Wow, this little girl's just looking at a candle. She can do it, so I must be able to do it." And it you know, really was like interesting. But mm-hmm. I did fucking 2 hours of bright and I was like, "I'm bored. I'm so bored." <laughs> Well, Bright Bright has has its fans at the teacher's lounge at the school where I'm at. People are like, really? Oh, yeah. Bright's really interesting. It's it's cool. Like the racial stuff they do with the orcs being a persecuted minority is interesting. And like, uh, or people are like, oh, Bright just lets Will Smith be Will Smith again. Will Smith is funny and bright. Yes. Will Smith. Well, he's, you know, he's, he's he's Will Smith. Smith He's a great actor. He's just so much. He's better than that movie. He really is, and he's been in he's been Will Smith in so much better movies. Yeah. Too. Uh, well, not wild. I don't know. Wild Wild West, maybe not. But <laughs> yeah, you know what I, I mean. mean, well, this this uh, this show isn't about bright. This is about beautiful creatures. It's not. It's about the uh, yeah the casters of bright and mm-hmm. I or not bright. Oh my god, the casters of beautiful creatures. So it's time to describe and detonate and talk about what happens in. The southern fried magic world of beautiful creatures. So we're uh, we our protagonist guy who does the voiceover mm-hmm. is this boy who's played by Han Solo. Yes, Alden uh, Ehrenreich. Alden Ehrenreich, right, 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 I don't know, whatever. <laughs> he, he's a Alden, whatever. He's a southern boy who wants to get out of his town. He doesn't like yes. it there. His like, he's like, fuck this place. I want to go to college, and it's like, man, this is just like Lady Bird. It's not. Yeah, it's but it's it's know. very much like yeah. It's the you know he's a small, he's just a small town boy. Um, world. Yes, and he wants to take that midnight midnight train Go uh, going anywhere. He wants to get out of this small, kind of close-minded, horrible southern town. And he's been having a lot of weird dreams. Hmm. And there's this sexy girl in them. Yes, mysterious visions. So, you know, just just like one does having dreams and things and uh yeah she then the new girl comes to town and everyone hates her (laughs) yeah there's there um this is like the small southern town that's super bigoted which i mean I'm, i'm sure i'm absolutely certain that like you know that happens in real life all the time a depressing amount uh, but in this town, when they when they see Lena Duquesne's, they're like, "Oh, she's she's a devil worshiper." Yeah, they all hate her. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's like she, great. They all have a lot. There's all this hot gossip about her and her yeah. family. And they're you know worshiping the devil and doing and their dark they, uh, rituals and here, such. Everyone here, good Christian folk here in this town. Yes, very hate, bigoted. Yeah, oh, we don't like you people. But mm-hmm. who do devil worshippers? Um, yeah, I gotta say the movie is very, I guess, kind of progressive on and being like you know these you know this is a kind of minority group that is hated by the majority of people in this town, 
and like they're the people who banned To Kill a Mockingbird and they don't want to read it because you know they they don't like it. Yeah. Uh, and it's you know it's not it's not hard to see like a uh, this is you know a metaphor for racism or for homophobia yeah. or something all these like people that. Are, all the casters are white. <laughs> yes, there's a problem with that, and yeah. also the movie's racial politics are crazy. Yeah, I, we'll get into that. <laughs> Uh-huh. We will get into that. I was, I was just like, this is something that they just kind of, they were just like, whoop, it's fine, southern romance, it's romantic, civil war, ooh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's fun. <laughs> um, and that, that is, I mean, I actually sort of liked that the, the town is obsessed with this, this, the Battle of Honey Hill, which is a real battle. In the Civil cool. War, and how they all, t- you know, they reenact it yeah. and like they talk about, it, and they're kind of consumed with this. Uh, the this you know this longing for the past, which mm-hmm. I think, I mean, in in California we don't have it too much, but I definitely think like we went to a lot of Civil War reenactments growing up, though. Yeah, we got Civil War but reenactments. But I feel like it's more, it's uh, definitely like hell yeah, look at there's Lincoln, take a picture with him. Ooh, let's learn <laughs> about hardtack. Mm-hmm. It's less of a way of life in California yeah. than it is in like. Yeah, I mean, the I South. feel like the same way about Civil War reenactments as I do about Renaissance fairs. True. They're just kind of fun historical them, activities. But it's like a thing I do maybe once a year. <laughs> mm-hmm. Actually, I haven't been to a Civil War reenactment. I did go to one last year. That was yeah. pretty fun. But it was when I was getting really into those um, 18th century cook- cooking videos, the Townsend and Sons. And I was like, James oh, Townsend yeah, James Sons? Townsend and Son, the mm. best YouTube channel that we've all, <laughs> that we've talked about <laughs> multiple times on this uh, yes, podcast. Yes, we've... We've mentioned him before. Yeah, because um, he, t- he does a lot of, like, here's what they ate in the Civil War. And I'm like, that's so interesting. Uh, I'm going to go to a Civil reenactment. And reenacting is really cool. And you learn about history via embodying the people that were there and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, go, uh, yeah, go to a Civil War reenactment. That's my recommendation. To don't see this movie. Just go to one. <laughs> You'll learn a lot. There's a lot of, you know, those people are historians and they really take a lot of care and effort and whatnot. Uh, <laughs> they uh, they know their stuff. They know However, their stuff. in this movie, the teacher, played by kind of one-eyed character actor, Pruitt Taylor Vince, who I believe... Oh, no, never mind. I thought he passed away recently, but he's still going. Um, I think there was another kind mm-hmm. of southern character actor yeah. Character actor. Maybe MC MC Gainey or MC Rainey who passed away recently. Oh yeah. You know. You you get him you get those those kind of sort of portly southern character actors, you get them mixed up a little bit. Yeah, they're all, you know, dime dime a You know. Yes. They were like on they did a thing on yeah. Justified. Mm-hmm. Uh they got that accent. Um anyhow, he's like, You're all gonna mandatorily participate in the Civil War reenactment. You must be. A, you must reenact. <laughs> yeah, you got to do it. And they're like, oh, okay, yes. great. And there were like there were black students in this class. And actually, <laughs> I was looking at the Battle of Honey Hill, mm-hmm. and it was a a colored regiment oh, was wow. involved in this. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I did not look up the battle. I should have. I just thought it was fictional yeah. because like this movie seemed to take a lot of liberties with. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. They, I mean, it might just be a coincidence. They might have just been like, "That's a, that's a really mm-hmm. cool name, the Battle of Honey Hill," which it is. Yeah, like, it's a good name, especially for like a teen romance thing. For Honey. sure. Wink. But it's like the the South won, so is it going to be like okay? 
black student, you must play a Union soldier who dies and loses in this battle. That's, yeah. yeah, that's not like, great. What? You're like, okay. Uh, I know. Like, <laughs> really? <laughs> that's what you're going to do? Okay. Yes. Now, the movie doesn't come out and say this because there really aren't that many black characters. Yeah, there is one, and it's Viola Davis, and she's too good for this movie. She is. She's really good. everybody is too good for this movie. Like, Emma Thompson, she, she does, like... Absolutely. Yeah, Emma, like, really uh, Emmy Rossum. Oh, my God, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I feel like Emmy Rossum at least had fun. Oh, yeah. I can definitely you see that. You can tell that. they had fun, but it's just like, come on, give Viola Davis more to do. She's so good. Absolutely. And um, Lena Duquesne, who is that mysterious girl from the Devil Worshipper family, she is actually very good in this, and she's played by Alice Englert. Yeah, she has, um, as as one of the characters, or is like her mom says, seductive quirkiness. As <laughs> uh, like you know, basically she she's uh, an every girl that very very much what uh, young young Jenny would have related to of like moody, long brown hair, moody. <laughs> That's right. Yep. Um, and she she is kind of a wittiness. She's like like most characters in this movie, which is I think a reason why this is a step above Twilight. They all kind of talk like William Faulkner characters or like they talk like uh, or like, you know, justified characters. They have a very elaborate, kind of overly polite, mannered southern way of talking. Yeah, they do a lot of banter. Yes. And the banter, I think, is actually pretty good. I was entertained by their banter. Uh, So I think another reason, because like. I guess I'm guilty of comparing this to Twilight. Mm-hmm. And, like, first of all, location's way better. Apologies to the Pacific Northwest, but yeah. there's not that much character there. Unless you have, like, maybe if if um, the the vampires were not vampires, but sexy Bigfoots, that would make <laughs> yes. more sense. That would, that would deal with it. Mm, Th- that would improve it. Someone, someone, someone call... Uh, Stephanie Meyer, let her know she she messed up. Sexy Bigfoot. Ooh, should have been some sexy Bigfoot. You know, something that relates to the history of the. Right, because it's it's a very like Forks is just kind of like some random. I mean, she might have just picked it randomly. There's not that much Pacific Northwest flavor mm-hmm. there. Uh, but this town, like it's it's pretty much a Flannery O'Connor setting come to life. Yeah. Like it's got you know. Those willows, you better believe they're weeping. And a bayou, mm-hmm. oh. Like, go to the swamp. There's some alligators there. You can make yes, out on sir. a weird bed. Yeah, it's got it's got alligators. Like, look in that pot. What's in there? Gumbo. <laughs> yeah, it has some, has some flavors. It does. It's just it's just full of that, that cool southern flavor that I actually, or that southern gothic flavor mm-hmm. that I enjoyed. Yeah. Always like when you have a mint julep. Oh yeah, they're always the drinking those mint juleps. Julep on your steamboat. Mm-hmm. And the accents—I mean, you may think our southern accents that we're doing are kind of over the top and bad. Their accents are even more over the top. I'm not. Oh, the, <laughs> they surely like, are. Oh, oh by golly! <laughs> by I think I'm golly. going us into like kind of a Snever Snape territory. Oh, yeah, you're I kind love of. Slytherin ten points from Gryffindor. <laughs> well, I declare, Mr. I Potter. I declare that he turned to the 
page and learn how to bottle perfection. Even put Sorry. a stopper on death. Southern Fried Snake Snape is this great new character we're trying yeah, out. Yeah, I think we should so. pitch it to SNL and be like. <laughs> yeah, I think that's. <laughs> I think that's like good. a. Yeah, that's a, a whole, kind of a later season. Bit. Well, that's if you know. I mean, Southern Fried Fried Snape, kind of a cut for time, yeah. kind of lesser SNL. I mean, character. if Emma Watson like hosts again, maybe they'll be like, "What if Harry Potter was in the American South?" Yeah. Are they gonna ever do that in the? I know they have those dumb sequels with the beasts. Oh yeah. And f- finding them. Fantastic beasts. Yeah. Are they ever gonna go to the South? Talk, talk well, to some witches there because like there actually are like you know voodoo and witchcraft like yeah, that would voodoo. make sense for like a, an american magic yeah it's a regular american horror story coven going on yeah down there. how come there's no voodoo stuff in this it's in the south well i mean sort some of the stuff that viola davis does yeah i guess they talk she talks to like her grand is well uncle. it's it's yeah i mean but it's it's voodoo in the sense that like uh, someone who hasn't actually studied the voodoo religion is, yeah. where it's like, oh yeah, just something that Southern Black people do, where they I don't know, just talk like, to their give ancestors them a, give them and a piece of pie. Yeah, they just give them some offerings, and then they talk to their the ghosts of their relatives mm-hmm. or something. Yep, that's voodoo, right? Mm-hmm. And they make little voodoo dolls and yep, you know, I've... friends from the other side. Mm-hmm. I saw Princess and the Frog, uh-huh. so I must know what it is. Yeah, and like I mean, that's like. That's not what, like, voodoo is an actual, you know, religion mm-hmm. with its own yeah. rituals and, like, you know, deities or spirits, and yeah. it's not it's not like that. I don't even know if ancestor worship <laughs> is a part of it. Yeah. It might know. be, I'm sure it's like there's different aspects depending on what mm-hmm. region you're in, and I'm not, I'm certainly not claiming to be an expert uh, myself. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's, it's very much, it's like Hollywood voodoo, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. That's what this one is in this movie. Uh-huh. Yes. Magic. Um, okay, so back to the movie. All the people yes. are mean to Lena. I know. Um, they hate her. But sweet, sweet boy, sweet, charming boy. Uh, yes. Ethan, I think he, his name uh, is. He gives her a ride home when her car breaks down. And they both have dead moms. And they mm-hmm. both like poetry. Yeah, he's very much like... You know, the teenager who is reading a lot, and he's reading, like, the books that kind of a rebellious intellectual teen reads, which are kind of the books that I read when yeah. I was a junior. Like, you know, On the Road mm-hmm. and, like, uh, Charles Bukowski. Yeah, they talk about Bukowski a lot. And you're like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, reading books. He's different than the other boys because he likes to read. And if you're a little, if you're a young teen girl and you're reading this book, you're like, well, I like to read. <laughs> so he'd like me because she likes reading books and he likes her so that's true can, it's got that yeah the bookish protagonist mm-hmm. which is always great if you're writing a book for people that read books uh-huh <laughs> how come like there's no movies about a person who really loves movies. Oh, man. Actually, there are. Yeah, there's millions. Are you kidding me? There's yes, so never many. mind. Like, every movie's just like, I love films. I'll make a film about a guy that likes making films. There's tons. I just watched, I'm thinking, like, the Netflix uh-huh. uh, series, the Everything Sucks. I was just like, this is cute. 
And I'm just like, yeah, another protagonist who likes making films. I'm like, I wonder how. <laughs> really. <laughs> Interesting. I mean. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Whenever I'm like, oh, I'll make a protagonist. But what, what stuff do I like? I like making films and drawing. Hmm. Oh, maybe I'll make a protagonist that makes a, does a podcast. No, that's not interesting at all. <laughs> the only movie I could think of where the hero is a podcaster is like Tusk. Oh yeah, I was just gonna Smith say one. that. Yeah, but it's like yeah, but like when you may have a podcast get turned into a walrus, I guess. Like, <laughs> I know it's a very inaccurate view of podcasters too, yeah. which Kevin Smith. He hosts a popular podcast. He should know better. No, not all podcasters get turned into walruses. It, it very rarely happens. Or have money. <laughs> True. So, sponsor us. Oh, please do. If you want to. <laughs> Tell your friends. Yeah. Tell your buddies. I don't know. Tell them. If you like this podcast, leave a review. Okay, well, usually we do that at the end. Oh, but... yeah, well, I'm just, for it's urgent, man. <laughs> it's urgent. Got to get the message gotta out. Get the message out now, because, you know, some people like to stop the podcasts. Uh, That's right, yeah, end, before the before end. Before they're that just makes like, sense. I don't care, they talked about the movie, it's over. Yeah, now we're holding that movie information hostage yeah, until you pay like, us. How does the, what's the romance like? You'll never You'll know. You'll never find out until you tell a friend. All right. I think uh, they told a friend yeah. yet? That's wait. Right, let's, let's go wait. back to the Did movie. Did they tell someone? Tell it restart, someone. You can restart the podcast once you tell a friend. Wait, restart it? That means <laughs> they'll hear this all again. Oh, I mean, you know, well, I mean, like I mentioned, they paused it, went, told their friend, and then they came back, and now they're starting it again. And now they're hearing us like, just hit, vamp on about yeah, this. Hit, uh, hit the unpause button on your iPod <laughs> Nano. Yes. Or, or what have you. And Unplug the pauser. Yeah, and listen again because we're gonna talk about what happens. Restart it. Um, so everyone's mean to Lena, and um, they yell at her, and then the windows yeah, she... shatter. It's like, wow. oh yeah. So she has some kind of she, you know she got supernatural powers, and then um, she leaves class, and then Ethan goes to find her, and he enters her house, which is like insane. Um, yes. The production design, they were just like, yeah, let's have a staircase and a piano. That's all anyone needs in a house. Her house, like, outside, it's a decaying southern manse. Uh, inside, it's a weird kind of ultra-modern, like, monochrome, yeah, just like a giant yeah. spiral staircase and a big old piano. That's it. It's, have you seen, do you ever go on the website McMansion Hell? Oh, no, that sounds very interesting. Oh, you should. Also, this is a recommendation to our listeners, but it's just really bad architecture and interior design. Ooh, uh, love that. It's kind of what it reminded me of the inside. Like, this is not functional at all. <laughs> uh, well, they're, you know, they're magic people. Yeah, they're that's true. They don't need, like, to have any <laughs> anything in their home except for a big piano <laughs> and a big staircase giant spiral like you wouldn't staircase. want to have like a living room or like a foyer well this kind of is the foyer is the foyer. maybe the living room is upstairs up that giant spiral oh, staircase like you have something it doesn't i don't know i guess it's magic it's like in not not in a real space it's in like oh a, that's possible a pocket space. dimension yeah, it's in, just you know it's in a pocket dimension mm-hmm. um and then uh, her uncle macon macaroon yes is Macaroon's real weird uncle. and creepy 
Yeah, he is played by Jeremy Irons, who I think is really good in this. Yeah, it is Jeremy he's, Irons. He's yeah, he's you know, Jeremy Irons is one of those guys. He's always good, and he's like, he's doing his usual Jeremy Irons kind of over the top thing, but with a southern twang. So that's fun. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very fun. Mm-hmm. That that's another reason why I think this is superior to Twilight. Like, what's Twilight got? I mean, Robert Pattinson and. Christian Stewart are both great actors. But they, neither of them have fun accents. Yes, and they actually suck in Twilight. They're very bad in Twilight. Yeah. I know, they're, Robert, so, like, they're so good. I know, they're so much better. Like, I have saw you seen Twilight? Christian, I have seen Twilight, Okay, yeah. I have also seen it. Um, actually, yes. that's how I watched all of True Blood, uh, is my friend Haley took a vampires class in college oh, for like cool. a literature class, and they were like, you've got to awesome. watch Twilight. And then we all watched Twilight. And it was really bad but also really fun <laughs> i think i watched it with uh with riff tracks on, oh so. okay that's probably was... better i mean i feel like we riff tracks it <laughs> yeah ourselves you know we got um, real drunk and watched twilight <laughs> that's the way to do that's it that's the way to do it and i wish that i had done that for this movie yeah uh robert Pattinson, like i mean like uh actually both of them just had really good movies that came out this mm-hmm. year uh, personal shopper for Christian oh, yeah, Stewart. If you, that's really good. It is very good, and she's really good in mm. it. It's a weird movie. Yeah. And Robert Pattinson was is so good in Lost City of Z, and then uh, Good Time. If you've oh, you seen those, oh, they're both on Amazon. Oh, really boy. good. And wow. Robert Pattinson is just amazing in them. I'll give it. I'll give it a shot. Give it yes. A shot. So anyway, but like really, you don't have any cool character actors chewing the scenery in Twilight like Jeremy Irons does in Beautiful Creatures. Yeah. So, Edge, beautiful creatures. He kind of he fr- freaks them out, and they leave the they leave the mansion. Um, mm-hmm. But then they touch a locket, and they have a flashback to the Civil War. Yeah, it's that thing where like they're reincarnated, and they're an old pair of lovers who have reincarnated. Yeah, and then it's like, then they bond. Um. Mm-hmm. They bond and stuff, so that's good. Um, I, oh, hold on one second. I'm just gonna. Uh, Alex's phone keeps buzzing. I'm oh yeah. Gonna... Uh, why don't you do what they did in a previous episode, Bridget Jones' baby, and throw that fucker out the window? Oh yeah. Okay. Here, I'm just gonna. I'm just... gonna. I'm gonna keep talking. I'm taking my headphones off. I hope, I just... Okay. Yeah. I mean, just dramatically throw that in the garbage or out the window. Away. Get rid oh, of it. Yeah. Dramatic gesture. Okay. Well, I'm not going to throw it. This is no, a little her- verisimilitude, you know. No, it's cool. Some real stuff. Absolutely. So, uh, I'll keep on. I'll keep going with the plot. I'm almost back. All, all right, right, so I think, yes. I'm not going to edit any of that out. <laughs> uh, all right, well, <laughs> I think good it's, to know, I guess. <laughs> Maybe I will. We'll find out. <laughs> we'll see how... We'll see how good it how good I am at, at catching things. Wait and see. Yeah. Uh, so what happens after they do the locket thing? Is that oh, when they, yeah. they really start, they start becoming romancing. boyfriend girlfriend? Yeah. And oh, and yes. she's got a tattoo on her hand that is a countdown to her sixteenth birthday. I know, and she should not have a tattoo. That is that, that's illegal. Yeah, she's well, she's a teen. I knew teens that had tattoos. Illegal tattoos. Yeah, you shouldn't get. You're not allowed to get one until you're 18 because you're a dumb as fuck you're teenager, and you're gonna get a, you're gonna get a bad tattoo. Of mm-hmm. course, 
lots of people who are <laughs> adults get bad tattoos, so maybe mm-hmm. that's not a yeah, good excuse. But you know, at least at least when you're when you're eighteen, you can you're supposed to have a little bit more of a formed of a of a person. Evidently, yeah. Um, so that's it's a counting down tattoo, and also she's like, "We're witches." Guess what? Yeah, she kind of she kind of explains you know, the whole. She sort of lets him in on this supernatural world. That yeah. She's a caster. Macon's a caster. And there's a whole thing with, like, uh, there's the light casters and the dark casters. It's basically very much good versus evil. Straight up. And if you're a man caster... You get to choose. So uh-huh. that's great. So Macon, yeah, he was dark and then he went light. Yeah. But if you're a woman caster... You gotta be good or bad. Either one. And uh, we find out, like, her cousin, uh, who was played by Emmy Rossum, was, Mm -hmm. um, like, they were best friends when they were younger, but then she felt the darkness taking over her, and uh, she turned bad, and she, like, made a a train hit a guy. (laughs) Yes. It's actually, I actually really like the stuff when when Emmy Rossum, or uh, Ridley, is like using her magic seduction powers. The the director, who we should say is uh, Richard Grevensen, Richard Le Grevens, Grevenes, I don't know. I'm sure it's like kind of a southern name himself. So the director, I think he actually does an interesting thing with these seduction scenes where he has uh, Ridley is like framed in this weird kind of lurid light and she's the only bit of color in the frame. And then you kind of have her uh, her hapless lover or whatever, like sort of wandering towards her. And when she seduces Ethan's friend, she like becomes a poster for like a noir movie with Rita Hayworth. Yeah. <laughs> where she like, That's she's fun. in the, yeah, she's like in the, um, you know, the same pose and the same clothes. As uh, as Rita Hayworth and um, I couldn't actually find what I think it's like maybe Trinidad or Lady from Shanghai, you know, one of those kind of lurid noirs. Mm-hmm. And he's like kind of just wandering down this dark alley, sort of lured in by her. Uh, and I thought, like you know, visually, it's uh, it's pretty interesting. Yeah, they did. I think they did a good job with anything anything around um her character. That was pretty fun. Yes, she she drives. She's she's definitely like. You know, it's the case where the villain is cooler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she gets off cool. When you first see her, she's, like, driving down the road with a headscarf. Oh, yeah. She has a cool car, cool outfit, cool headscarf. And you're like, man, maybe Lena should turn bad. If only she did, she'd be so much cooler. She gets, like, cool stuff. It's good to be bad. But damn, but damn, but damn, but And, yeah, she's born, born to be bad, yeah. you might say. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we also get to see Lena's mother. Oh, yeah. So um, they tried to, like, ban her at school. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, someone's mom gets possessed. Uh, yeah. I, I think, believe. I think his friend's mom. Yes, that's right. Yeah, is who's played by Emma Thompson, gets possessed by Seraphine, who's Lena's mother, who basically, like, kind of like Voldemort got, like, push. You know, her she lost her body, so she's just like an evil spirit who can only like possess others. Mm-hmm. And she takes the form of Emma Thompson and like really chews up some scenery. 
Oh yeah. yeah, she she hams it up. She's all talking about like the bad hat <laughs> that uh. Yeah, this... she's like, this hat is bad, but I'm the beautiful. I'm bad, mm-hmm. just like this hat. They <laughs> yeah, have, they have fun church hats. Yeah, you know, southern. so it's and it's supposed to be this like evil spirit is in this proper southern church going mm-hmm. lady. Yeah, who like hates the devil. And but really, Satan. She is the devil. She is one. It's the one you least expect. Uh-huh. Um, but then Macon's like, you know, fuck you. Yeah, Get those out. exact no. words, too. He swears at her <laughs> she, in the middle of this PG-13 movie. good. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and they kind of confront. They confront them, and she's like, Lena is so powerful, and the moon will make her bad. So Ooh, yeah, she's kind of a chosen one, I gotta say. Yeah. Um Also, Macon is able to stop them throwing his niece out of school with like nimbyism. <laughs> yeah, it's not like, not in my backyard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, you know what kind of town this is. Uh-huh. Well he's um, like, if if you throw her out, I'm gonna sell all this land and I'm gonna like build a drug treatment center. Yeah, and they're like, oh no. <laughs> Yeah, they're we like, don't we don't want, want a... <laughs> people. To... We don't want uh-huh. home, you know, drug except for, folk. Except for Jenny with the opioid epidemic ripping through the heartland. I think yeah, they, we that really, town... they really absolutely do need to sell the land. Like, come on, please. It is a yes. problem. Yes, Ugh. get some methadone clinics, get some drug treatment centers in there. Come on, yeah. anything. I mean, I feel like I haven't really, I mean, I'm living in Los Angeles, I haven't felt, I haven't felt it at all, and I'm sure you haven't either, but. Uh... It's just like it's getting worse and worse every day. Anyway, let's oh, talk yeah. more about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes, on a lighter note. On a lighter note, movie. Um, oh, so it's revealed they go at the movie theater where the where uh, Ridley seduces um, Ethan's friend. Mm-hmm. Um, they both touch the amulet thing, and they yeah. see what happened, and it was that. Um, their ancestors were in love, and Ethan's oh. great great grandfather was a Confederate soldier who was in love with Lena's great great grandmother, who was a witch. And then the grandpa got shot. Oh no! Mm-hmm. And then yeah. um, she was like, "Fuck! Let me bring you back to life." <laughs> Those which exact you're not words too. To do because. Uh, it's a dark, bad spell. You're not not allowed. So then she lost her soul, and she killed him anyway because she went insane. <laughs> and then she I know, killed she like, everybody. She like brings him back, and then one second later, she's like, mm, "Nope," and kills him. <laughs> yeah, kills like, him. Uh, dumb. Like, didn't you didn't you fucking know that the spell to bring people back to life would make you like a soulless murderer? Very Come much on. pointless. Yeah, super pointless. But and she blows like, up oh, a whole bunch good. of Civil War soldiers, too. Yeah, it's like all the women in their blood are bad. Uh-huh. So dark casters. They're all dark. Um, but then they go to Viola Davis's library, and they start learning mm-hmm. about stuff. Yeah, Viola um, Davis. So at, at first, you think Viola Davis, she's just like the town librarian. But no, no, no. She's a seer who's yeah. kept the secrets of the casters. Yeah, she's like, yeah, she she is like all these crazy tattoos on the back. She goes into the swamp and communicates with her her dead ancestors, like we talked to. 
and she's the she's the Giles to their uh, to their Buffy, Buffy and Xander, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Of, of like, she has this big library, and she says it used to be in Washington D.C. until Nancy Reagan yeah, like, scared <laughs> the goat, scared the witches out yeah, of Washington D.C. Like, I don't know, Nancy Reagan maybe was a witch. I know. Oh, oh my god. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff where like, mm-hmm, oh yes, exist for a long time. No, if Nancy Reagan was like a witch and she's like using magic behind the scenes to help, to help, help Ronald Reagan. like keep mm-hmm. a fight supernatural evil. Quick, Stephanie Meyer, write that novel. No, fuck that. I, that I think I think <laughs> I think we're looking at a quirky like IFC series mm-hmm. or at least a oh yeah a, a YouTube Red original. <laughs> Nancy Reagan, American witch. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. I know. That's probably Bruce why Campbell. people like still really like Reagan. It's because she cast a spell for conservative people to have positive memories <laughs> of her husband. Yes, wow. I was gonna say you get Bruce Campbell to reprise his role as Ronald Reagan oh, from yeah, Fargo so season two. <laughs> yeah, he did a good job. Who would you cast as Nancy? I don't know. Let me let me look at what's Nancy look. Nancy Reagan. Yeah, who would be Nancy Reagan she the witch? She just passed away. Uh, I mean, it wasn't too long ago, yeah. I believe. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe like a Frances McDormand. Or oh, something she could like do. That. I could, yeah. You know, yeah, she could do it. Hmm. Nancy Reagan Dreamcast. <laughs> uh huh. Sounds great. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, and be? speaking of speaking of Dreamcast, is this before or after they have that uh, that weird dinner oh, party? Nancy Reagan was an actress. I guess that makes oh, sense. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, Ronald was one, too. Yeah, that's probably how they met. I would just mm-hmm. get her ghost <laughs> <laughs> to play her. Great idea. I'll call up a necromancer. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. We'll summon her spirit from Who the beyond. play Nancy Reagan? Well, uh, yeah. That'd be good. She was very cute. I'm, just, I'm sorry. I'm just very enamored by Nancy. <laughs> wow. The glamour of mm-hmm. surely one of our most glamorous first ladies. Yeah, this is true. Um, <laughs> Nancy Reagan. Um, so they read up on the stuff, you know, and uh, turns out that Lena, in order to break the curse, since uh, someone that she, like her grandmother loved was brought back to life, she has to kill somebody that she loves. Mm-hmm. And I, I like, think. Oh no. I think this is when they have the dinner party with the spinning table. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of, it's like, um, Ridley shows up and she kind of abducts Ethan. And it's sort of, it's unclear if she's magically enchanting him or if he's just seduced by her beauty. It's like, I don't know. And they go to this party and you get to see like the whole family of casters show up for this crazy dinner party. Yeah, it's. I mean, the production design's pretty good. And uh, this is where you get to. And like, Ridley makes the table spin all the way around, and they have this kind of showdown with her. And I guess versus Macon and the grandma. Yeah, the other good folks. The good casters. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of whom is played by Margot Martindale. Oh, character actress Margot Martindale. Yes, but as as yeah. BoJack Horseman would say, beloved character actress Margot mm-hmm. Martindale. And when I, I heard she was in this, I was like, oh, fuck yes, Margot Martindale. <laughs> which which may seem odd, but, like, look, in both Justified and The Americans, Margot Martindale – oh, and also Sneaky Pete. Mm-hmm. Margot Martindale plays characters that are, like, stone-cold badasses. 
Yeah, I mean, I think unless she's just like an aunt. Yes, <laughs> I was very disappointed. She's not just kind of like fun. a. She's like just a dithering aunt in the background, so I was very let down. Yeah, she doesn't get that much fun stuff to do. I know. I was like, oh man, Mar- I wonder what cool shit Margot Martindale playing this like witch Ooh, what um, fun matriarch stuff is she gonna do? Not, not I much. Can't She's wait. Stand yeah. there and t- talk about. It's an occasional fussy line. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh big, no, magic. I know. Big disappointment. Oh, this is God. this is skipping ahead to which wire to cut, but like, give, give Margo, Margo Martindale. Martindale more to do. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Um, what else happens? More stuff happens in this movie. Yeah. Oh, so she discovers the only way to like break the curse oh yeah she's gotta kill ethan she's like oh no um yes. and then it's a a loved they, one yeah. has to die something she like has, that yeah so she's like well i don't want to do that so she takes ethan and they go like hang out and they're like what do you want for christmas and he's like i'd like some snow please <laughs> and then she makes it snow and she wipes his memory uh, and so he doesn't have any memory, uh, which I'm like, you're dumb. Like, he in danger. <laughs> he could have helped you. He needed to have memory, you dummy. You dumb he's, dummy. He's even less prepared than he was before. Yeah, like, great. Um, and in the meantime, Ridley has seduced his friend and taught him how to make a bullet appear. <laughs> which is dumb. Like, she could have she just put it in his pocket. Yeah, I just buy a bullet. They're all over the place. Yeah, he didn't need to like have like a spell to make it appear into his hand. Like she could have just been like, "Here, put this in your pocket." This is where they do the thing where they're like they're both floating on a raft surrounded by alligators. Yeah, that's pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Cool it's visual. Fun. It's a good. It's a fun visual. You're like, oh no, she dangerous, but sexy. I'm into it. Uh, Emily Ross, I'm so good. <laughs> oh, absolutely. She have fun. She have fun in this film. Mm-hmm. Um, so then it's Civil War reenactment time. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. Get it, get it up for Dixieland. Civil War and everyone's wearing Civil War type clothes. Mm-hmm. And, um, then they, uh, uh, who we think is Ethan and Link go hang out and they're like, let's just kill each other so we can go uh, home. His friend. Go home and watch Aliens. Go home, you know, and they're like, yeah, okay. And, then, and also, uh, like, beautiful creatures, don't remind me that I could be watching Aliens <laughs> instead. Yeah, you're like, god damn it. Oh, no. I know, like, Oops. nuke the side from orbit's the only way to be sure. All those great lines. Oh, uh, yeah, that's... Mm. I mean, I would have loved... Oh, man. <laughs> I still think we could do Alien Covenant for this show because I don't know that one kind of bombed and oh yeah I haven't seen I really want yeah I really want to see that one so okay yeah I'm down we'll put that one on the list for for sure yeah I mean Aliens so good Mm -hmm. so sequels can be good sometimes yeah Aliens good Brights probably not so good (laughs) Mm, Brights equals bads yeah (laughs) just two Brights two two times the bright. Bright's back. Ugh. Bright's back. I don't know. What do you think the bright sequel is going to be called? Oh, probably just Bright 2. Yeah, probably Bright 2. Bright. A search for more money. Yeah. More. <laughs> or like, we don't get money because it's Netflix, so. Well, I guess they get paid up front. Yeah. They just drive a fat dump truck of money to fucking really Max Landis' house. And... Max Landis is like, thank you. Uh-huh. I hate Give... women. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> yeah. 
I, I, I remember. This. Yes. Okay. Do you remember our? We, we got a. We got an uh, offer. A official retraction of our sort of nice talk about Max Landis yeah, from we, an earlier we don't episode. Like Max Landis. Yes, that came out before well. certain allegations came to light. <laughs> yeah. I don't really know. I mean, let's just say, like a lot of times, like we're in this podcast. There's some things we say, and we're like, "This actor's good," because we talk about actors. And yes. then maybe later, if it turns out that they did something very, very bad, we're, we're no longer of that opinion that they did very good. I know. We dislike them now. Yeah. We're like, boo. You bad. So, maybe you're good at acting, but you're bad at being a person. Yes. And that's you're what a bad individual. Matters. It doesn't matter if you make good art. If you hurt people. I know. You're you still a horrible human not, being. You're not good. Don't hurt people. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't do that uh, man this this movie we're just talking about like the opioid epidemic and i know real serious the Me Too movement yeah oh god a, beautiful well, look, creatures a, i know it's a, look these are some not so beautiful truths about yeah. our country okay this is, this is true this is true ugly um, creatures you so might call them lena arrives and she's like oh no my love he's been shot yes oh so ethan's friend yeah he makes the bullet appear he puts the bullet in the civil war gun and then he shoots ethan and kills him apparently you're like fuck Uh i know didn't work out i guess our boy's dead and then she's like you know she gets really mad and angry and you're like she gonna turn bad she's gonna turn bad and mm-hmm. like her mom is like, yes, turn bad, become evil, accept yeah, her, the darkness. And then guess what? Her evil it's, cousin is there too. It's Macon. It's not Ethan. He was. It was an illusion. Yes, Ethan was never there. Macon just used magic to appear like Ethan. Yeah, and, and but he, like, how did he know that? Like his friend was gonna shoot him. I guess he's a he's a wizard, Jenny. Yeah, I guess that's true. Or a caster, to yeah, use I mean, this I guess movie's maybe, like, terminology. They saw, um, what's, uh, Viola Davis maybe saw the death and was like, so he's going to die. And they're like, well, no, nah, maybe it's me disguised as him. That and could be it. his dying words are, claim yourself. And then she makes the moon disappear. Mm. And she, like, murders her mom and turns her into a tree. Yeah, or these like these like gnarled roots gnarled that are kind of branches. growing. Yeah, it's not a fun tree. It's like a mean, bad tree. Dead, a sexy tree. A dead, not sexy tree. Ooh. Not like a sexy weeping willow, but a dead branch. Oh. And what does her cousin do during this? Oh, she's just like fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A good boy. And Lena, I know. Lena just... lets her leave. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was cool. Her cousin's yeah. just like, uh, I surrender, bye. Yeah, they're like, oh, you're powerful. You can make the moon go away. Uh-oh. Danger. Yeah, I actually kind of like that, because it was like, uh, you know, you, you totally would expect that that move from this character, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and not, not to be like, I'm going to fight you. It's like, mm, nope, bye. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry I turned evil. Didn't mean to, I but guess. But Ethan... His mind is still wiped. Yeah, he's just like hanging out and it's later. It's the future and he's going to go to New York and look at colleges, which is what he was talking about in the beginning of the film. He was like, we want to leave Uh town. And he sees Lena in the library and is like, sorry. And she gives him a book, which is what they talked about when they first met. Mm. And um, she's like, goodbye, get out, get the fuck out of here. And then... um. 
his friend is like, let's go visit my mom at an insane asylum. <laughs> yeah. It's totally like, offhandedly uh, mentioned that the mom. Yeah, they're like, let's visit mom at the asylum. And I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, she Great. went cuckoo, I guess, after being possessed. Yeah, I guess she went insane. So that's fun for his friend. <laughs> uh-huh. oh, I mean, she was like kind of uptight and like not the best person. But I don't know if she deserves what happened to her. I know. She didn't deserve to be like uh, bobbed from Twin yeah. Peaks. Yeah, and then um, uh, Ethan reads the book, and his memory comes back. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he sees like the sa- the town sign, and as it leaves, and it's like burned. Yeah, and, so, and uh, he, which was he like rem- a, a time one time they were having smoochy times, and then she got she burned the sign. <sighs> Yeah, Some I thought lightning. that was kind of a... It was like a clever visual gag, yeah, I guess. Yeah, it was fun. It was like, ooh, it's hot. She made it fire. Mm-hmm. Because um, she's a witch, get cause it? Because she, she a witch. Um, and then... Oh, yeah, he like gets out and he yells at her name. And then you see her and her eyes, like, one of it's light and one of it's dark. And she's got the balance of both worlds. And I know. And then the movie ends. She brought balance to the force. She brought balance. You know, you can be. You don't have to be just a Jedi. You don't. You don't have to be just a Sith. Mm-hmm. I guess you do have to be a Jedi. You can't. You can't be both. You can't be um, well, Jenny. It's time mm-hmm. for the Jedi to end. Yeah, I mean, maybe Whoa. I don't know. I don't think I could be a Jedi. You have to be like super like celibate and not like love anybody. Well, that was that was the whole point of the last Jedi. Is like, yeah, no, let's not do that. This is dumb. Have friends. Yeah. Bring it to the love. people. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, I totally, I relate to Anakin. I, too, hate sand. Of <laughs> It gets everywhere. It gets everywhere. And from your point of view, the Jedi are evil. Yeah, I, too, am in love with Natalie Portman. Oh, who isn't? Who isn't? I well, saw Annihilation recently. She's very oh, good Oh, man, that. I also saw Annihilation. I was about to say, oh, we should see Annihilation. Yes. It oh, so, great. Jenny, mm-hmm. the trees in Annihilation... Yeah. Sexy or oh, not sexy? Oh, very sexy. Especially when Tessa, Tessa Thompson turns into one. Yes. I was going to say terrifying. Yeah. That's how the trees I mean, in Annihilation I was, I was are. afraid of everything in that movie. Yes. It it's a very so scary movie. Um, that's my recommendation for this film. <laughs> oh, interesting. No, it's not. <laughs> okay. Well, before we do recommendations, we got to do which wire to cut. What oh, would we yeah. do to Where improve um, well, beautiful creatures? Well, I think creatures. their treatment of the Civil War is uh, interesting. <laughs> Uh, okay. So pro- probably that kind of stuff. I mean, it's like fantastic racism that happens a lot where it's just like, yeah. look, people can be racist towards white people because they're, um, uh, witches or vampires or whatever, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. True it's Blood like, kind of does that. And mm-hmm. like Bright does it, but it's with orcs, you know, yeah. you've seen it a million times. District nine does it with prawns. Mm-hmm. And it's like, really, uh, they're just. But they're just white people, though. And it's, like, <laughs> still a heterosexual romance. So, uh-huh. yeah, I'm going to give the suggestion that I would give all teen rom-coms, and it's make it gay. <laughs> oh, man, that is exactly mine. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, yes. have, like, okay, our protagonist, her name is E... E, e, e <laughs> Jenny, are you looking know. for a, a female name that starts with E? Because there's tons of them. Uh, Emma. Okay, fine. Her name is Emma. Perfect. <laughs> okay, uh, good. And she wants to get out of town because she doesn't like the southern town because it's hard for her and her struggles. And right now she's dating a boy and she's like, Ugh. maybe he's like a very Catholic boy. 
and um, you can just lump her ex with his friend. They're the same character, mm-hmm. sure. And then like, so it'd be like her ex's mom is possessed by mm. her um, by Seraphine, the evil witch. Yeah, that's a good idea. So that's fun. And then, um, you know, she goes to town and sees this mysteriously quirky girl who's mm. different, maybe worldly and experienced and traveled. Who's and rumored like, to be a devil worshiper. And she's a devil worshiper. And you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> um, and then they fall in love. And then you have, like, actual prejudices that exist in the South. Yes. Because I was going to say that a lot of this movie reminded me in a roundabout way of the podcast uh, S-Town that we both oh, really yeah. like. I, well, I was just also talk, thinking about S-Town where you've got yeah. Southern. It's kind of magical. He's got a weird maze. I know. <laughs> yeah, it's got a magic maze he's and he's into clocks. Maze. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, and, wow, that's fan- pretty fantastical. Look, John, John Macklemore. stuff, you know? Yeah, or, yeah magical. John. John B. McElmore, he does mm-hmm. some magical stuff for sure. Yeah, like make everybody cry. Oh yeah, I cried. He, the spell that he cast was making everyone cry. I mean, I was gonna say he makes a penny really shiny, but that's true. And he's gonna <laughs> he make the clocks. He's incredibly intelligent. That's so sad. What a sad, what a sad podcast. Um, but anyway, but like a story you know about like him and his his friend and their their relationship that never really got to go anywhere because mm-hmm. you know it's hard. <laughs> It's hard to be like a an old an older Southern man who's yeah gay, you know. It mm-hmm. seems, seems like a hard situation. Or even just like, I mean, because a, a lot a lot of Ethan's kind of monologues about like people in this town are so dumb and small minded, mm-hmm. and I can't wait to leave it and go to someplace bigger. And it's like, yeah, it's it's kind of similar to uh, Ethan's. He wants to get out of his small town. Yes, yeah. John John B. Macklemore's monologues and Ethan's monologues uh, were very very similar. Mm-hmm. So I think, yes, I would say Make It Gay is my... I mean, that's my suggestion for every movie. <laughs> yes. Every teen movie. Like, come on, come on. I know that there's, like, a teen movie that just came out that's gay. I think it's, like, uh... Yeah, Simon, Simon something Simon says, Simon says, let's all be gay. Uh, <laughs> Simon says, let's all be gay. The great movie. The great movie that just came out. Um, and I'm like, mm-hmm. hell yeah, nice. Because, like, um, I know, like, but, but I'm a cheerleader. That's a really... That's a cute one. But mm-hmm. I just saw... Um, God, it was so bad. It was so bad. It had Piper Piper Parabo. Mm-hmm. I gotta look this up. And it was like Piper Parabo. Uh, I hear uh, some typing. Sorry, I had to Google this movie. Was this a, a gay? It, yeah, but it was like uh, okay. Uh, Lost and was Delirious. This- Lost. Also, I just said, was this a gay? Like, no. <laughs> Come on, Michael. Um, I just saw Lost and Delirious, and I was like very excited because I was like, ooh, yes, good, a, 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 a queer like high school kind of movie, and then it's like it's just so sad and overdramatic, and you're like, just let them be happy, mm-hmm. let them live and be happy and love and have magic powers. Yes, I mean, I, I also say like I don't want to kind of put that on a pedestal and be like homosexuals are magical i mean they are <laughs> <laughs> no we don't want it to, oh. no i mean i, I guess the, the I'm, look, I'm sure love i'm sure some are yes tolerating of, all the awful like heterosexual garbage that's in this world yes i mean like many of us they're filled with the power of love but i don't want to be like they're kind of some, you know, they're they're they have mm-hmm. inhuman doomed romances <laughs> like no yeah, that's not no, how no, gay people are like, give them you know but I yeah. I do think like if you want to do that, then you know the uh, 
the, the Southern romance actually is something that would be dangerous and would be looked upon mm-hmm. with prejudice in a Southern town. Uh, that would that might be the the way to go. Yeah. I would also say I I thought the ending was weird, but like our main character is Ethan, and he's not in the ending at all. Yeah, like he doesn't really do anything. He just has his mind wiped. Yes, his mind is wiped for the climax, and he just doesn't isn't there. Yeah, no. He really has no agency at all in how the end of the movie plays out. Yeah. So maybe I would give change him, that give too. Him, give him something to do, maybe. Yes, maybe cut he that like wire. gave her gave her like a, a thing, and she's like, "Remember me," or like he talked to Macon and was like, "Protect her" or something. I don't know. Yeah, that'd be cool. Like you know, maybe we, maybe we see something that happened. Uh huh. So, you have any more wires you would like to slice up? Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you do. Um, I don't know. I give give these. There's so many good actors in this film. I want I want them to yes. have more to do for sure. Absolutely, more Just more give my scenery own chewing. More stuff to do. Like, yeah. I feel like this Absolutely. could have been maybe a better as a television show, like a a fun mm-hmm. a fun sexy TV show. Yeah, it's a regular Vampire Diaries of like yeah. these kind of southern, you know, feuding clans of wizards and witches. Mm-hmm. So that's it's fun. like. The Hatfields and McCoys, but in, like, southern mansions and with magic. Yeah, teens like that. That's right. And it's got to be better than that Hatfields and McCoys miniseries. Oh, they, I don't know what that is. <laughs> it was a miniseries. I watched one of them because I was like, oh, man, I, I love hearing about the Hatfields and the McCoys or, like, the Shepherds and the Grangersons or whatever the yeah. the copy of them from uh, Huckleberry Finn is. But, you know, I love I love my feud and families. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's not very good. Yeah. Despite uh, Powers Booth and Bill Paxton, I think, is in that one. They were both, oh, they're both okay. cool, but, you know. Should should have been better. Should have been better. Just like this movie. Which I think brings us to, is this movie a dud or a dynamite? Mm, eh. I don't know. Yeah, I'm kind of the same way. It's not, like, awful. I, I had fun watching it. I had some, like, there, there was no point in it where I was like, oh, God, I have to turn this off, like, with monkey bone. I thought I was <laughs> yeah. going to die. I was just like, I can't watch this. I was like, oh, okay. Like, I was kind of, like, I was mildly interested pretty much the entire time. Definitely. I think it's, it's there's enough visually striking pieces, and there's enough, like, of that, you know, kind of interesting, mannered, clever southern banter. Yeah. That I was never bored. I would definitely, like, if, like, let's say you're home, it's a Tuesday night, you want to have an ice cream and, like, watch a, a romantic comedy and see who the new Han Solo boy's going to be. Mm-hmm. Want to check out his charms? Yeah. This is Hail Caesar. Well, yeah. well, you can watch Hail Caesar. <laughs> but after you watch Hail after Caesar. After you watch Hail Caesar and you want to know more about this mysterious man <laughs> guy. This uh, mysterious man guy. This guy can watch this movie too. Mm-hmm. That's that's my thoughts as well. But though I would say if you were about to watch Twilight, oh, pause that. Put beautiful creatures yeah, on put instead. That on it's probably better. I mean, it's not maybe not as like fun to make fun of. Yeah, I would say yeah. It's not. This is not as so bad. It's good. Um, yeah, it's, it's like just a, you know. It's good. It's okay. fair to good. Yeah. Fair to yeah. middling maybe. Yeah. Uh huh. So slow, slow. Explosion. Not a big bomb. Not not a 
Yeah, yeah. A firecracker. You know, just like, ah. It's not an atom bomb. Yeah, it's like there's some light there. Mm -hmm. There's enough light. Yeah. It it went off a little. Poof. Poof. That's the noise it makes. Yeah, it's just gentle. So what um, what do you recommend? Well... You know that I'm a – I don't always just recommend things that you can watch with your eyes. Mm-hmm. I also recommend stuff you can read with your eyes. Ooh. Oh. And I, I want to recommend the works of an author by the name of Joe R. Lansdale. Oh, I don't know who that is. Who is that? He is a Texas author based in Nagadocious, Texas. Mm-hmm. And he does uh, – kind of weird western but also a lot of these kind of spunky southern gothic sort of stories okay that are really good a lot of them have supernatural stuff in it so i kind of figured it was like supernatural southern stuff but also you know just a lot of fun Mm -hmm. pretty much anything with joe r lansdale uh you're gonna enjoy it cool uh he's i think some of his move stuff has been adapted into movies and he does a lot of like crime stuff too with no supernatural stuff in it Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, Happen Leonard, this new TV series, though I guess it's been around for three seasons now, is an adaptation of his, uh, the co- movie Cold in July, uh, Bubba Hotep, which is Bruce Campbell as Elvis oh, fighting yeah. a mummy. Yeah. I've seen that one. Yes, yeah, so that's a good one. Where have you seen uh, that film? Yeah, yeah. So, all, all based on Joe R. Lansdale short stories or novels. And I would say, like, if you want to get, you know, grab one of his anthologies, like High Cotton is really good. Um, but if, or if you want to, like, dig into the crimier side, maybe pick up a Happen Leonard book. And if you want more of, like, a Southern Gothic, maybe in the vein of To Kill a Mockingbird, uh, The Bottoms is really good, or The Thicket, if you want kind of a more Western sort of story. Oh, okay. Yeah, pretty much. It's all, it's all, you know, it's like, it's East Texas, which is, it's not like the Texas that there's like plains and cows and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very much, you know, it's part of Louisiana almost. And it's like swampy and, uh, Southern fried. <laughs> so all that good stuff that you want, uh, oftentimes kind of R rated, kind of dark, but still with a light touch to it. Yeah. You will find in the works of Mr. Joe R. Lansdale. Oh. Mm-hmm. Give it a read. Yes. So well, what do you have to recommend? Um, I was thinking of, like, what's a fun supernatural teen thing? Ah, good, go, going out through the, the other direction. For the teens. This is one for the teens, you know, our teen <laughs> listening audience. Oh, of which we have a huge one. I have a huge teen audience. And I am, <laughs> I'm dabbing in their honor right now. Mm, my recommendation no, teens, teens is that, uh, yeah. MTV's Teen Wolf. Oh. Uh, which is a show that I have not kept up with. But I did watch the first <laughs> like three seasons or so, and it was really good. Hmm. Um, s- supernatural teens that have problems, and it deals with issues and now, stuff. Now, in Teen Wolf, do they have mm-hmm. a dumb name for the werewolves like they do no. here with casters? They just call no. them werewolves? they're just werewolves. Oh, thank God. They don't yeah, call them like... pretty cool. They're like, werewolves? Pff, that's what outsiders call us. We call ourselves fur boys. No, they're just werewolves. We call ourselves claw brothers. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> just werewolves. We call ourselves fang friends. <laughs> they like fang Pack. friends. 
Pack, pack of, pals. Pack of buddies. We call ourselves pack buds. Ooh, I do like pack pals. Pack pals and fang friends. <laughs> Someone call MTV. I don't know if it's still going on, but I, I just remember really liking it. I was also right. going to recommend Holes. <laughs> Uh, okay, why? Because uh, it had really good flashbacks. Oh, that's this true. This movie's flashbacks could have used a little bit of Holes magic. Yeah, that's right. I guess it's also kind of an adaptation of a popular book as well. Yeah, that's what... and I think like one of my favorite movies is just the flashback parts from Holes. <laughs> Who could forget mm, it? Kissing Kate Barrow, so good. Oh, yeah, she's out for revenge. I can fix that. Oh, oh my heart. <laughs> I know another yeah. doomed romance. Yeah, I was like, don't watch holes, just watch the flashback parts from holes. Mm-hmm. So good. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> what are we doing next week, Michael? Next week, we were actually kind of we had a few options on the table, but you picked one that I'm actually pretty excited about. Do yeah, you want to? I'm the... excited too. It's called My Life as a Zucchini. It's on Netflix, so you can go watch it before we do, and then it's fun for you to listen to the show. Maybe I don't know. Uh, but it's a Swiss French stop motion animated comedy, and mm. it did not make back its budget. But it was nominated for an Oscar award. But you know, uh. I mean, Shrek is an Oscar <laughs> award winning film, so it doesn't say that much. Actually, I recently rewatched Shrek, and it's fantastic. And I should never badmouth Shrek. Um, Jimmy Neutron was also nominated for an Oscar. Uh, so. I think the Boss Baby was as well. Boss actually. Baby, I did watch Boss Baby. Uh-huh. And I didn't hate it. Oh. I did not hate Boss Baby. I didn't love Boss Baby. It didn't make me feel what something like Coco made me feel, per se. Mm. You know, it's it's no Zootopia, but... Um, what is, really? But what is? Like, honestly, I don't think anything can beat Zootopia. Let's be We're, honest here. I know. We We're like real, Zootopia. We love Zootopia. Please give that a go. <laughs> I know, that's our recommendation. Yeah, don't watch Bright, just watch Zootopia. Yes, Zootopia does the, uh, and a minority is something weird the like, best, yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's, like, it's a, you know, you want to watch a buddy cop movie where they're solving a mystery? Yeah, it's actually, it's a good, like, it's don't a good buddy Bright. cop. Just I know. watch Zootopia. Yeah, Zootopia is a far better fantastic buddy cop thing mm-hmm, than Bright. That deals with, like, fantastic racism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably one of the better examples of that genre, which mm-hmm. seems to be getting more and more popular. <laughs> yeah. Jenny, yeah. pitch me pitch me a fantastic racism buddy comedy right now. Oh, okay, so one's an alien, the other okay. one's a, a Latino cop. <laughs> and the I... alien's played by a white guy, though, maybe Doug Jones. Oh, yeah. Um, who's tall and weird, and then the, the Latino cop gets to be racist towards him. What kind of racist term would he call the aliens? Oh, I'll see, like a blue blues brother. Because <laughs> of his blue skin. Because <laughs> they're blue? Or because they yeah, wear sunglasses and suits? and <laughs> Both. <laughs> oh, it's man. Really can't... alien species. I can't believe they partnered me with a blues brother. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe the aliens like got a weird moon face and it's just Mr. Midnight. I'm your, I am your new partner. <laughs> Officer Midnight. Oh man, I can't believe they partnered me with a moon person. I would love a, a moon an man. alien race where it's all like Mr. Midnight's, you know? With Mac has Mac anyone has, any, has anyone done a Shape of Water but instead of a Fish Man? It's Mr. It's Midnight. Because that'd be so good. Because that was that was one of Chuck Jones's first girls. Oh, you're right. That is Doug Jones. Yeah, I know. Because it's, it's it's so good. Oh, those ads are so good. 
You might feel sympathetic I, we, to that I wasn't movie. even alive during Mac Tonight, but I have definitely watched it many times on um, YouTube because it's catchy as hell. You might feel sorry for that moon playing piano and selling it's burgers. Midnight. Looks almost human, doesn't he? But we're all made in the Lord's image. You don't think that's what the Lord looks like? <laughs> he wouldn't have a, a moon for a face and big sunglasses <laughs> chomping on a hamburger. They're like trying to break him out. And... <laughs> yeah. They're like, we, you, we, if, we can't keep that moon man here. He's not human. And then she like signs, if we don't help him, neither are we. <laughs> And he, like, gives her a hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> he would always have a hamburger. Uh-huh, he just hands her, yeah. Fuck, McDonald's, come at me. Like, <laughs> He magically generates those have there, burgers. Have there been any McDonald's, like, content recently? No. <laughs> would you call it the shape of burger? Or yes. Oh, the shape fuck, of Whopper? So yeah, the shape of Whopper. Wait, is Whopper... No, wait, Whopper is Burger King. Oh, what a Burger King come at me. It's it's instead of the shape of water, it's the king from the Burger King. Mm. I don't like the Burger King. He's kind of scary. I love Mac Tonight. He's a good guy. I mean, just like the fish man in Shape of Water, Burger King's kind of scary. Yeah. Also, Shape of Water might be a good recommendation. That's another supernatural romance. Absolutely. And also is a great kind of sense of place, too. And... Mm -hmm. It even deals with homophobia and, like, it actually has homophobia, not just, like, weird magical substitutes for it. <laughs> yeah. So there uh, you go. With a great performance by Richard Jenkins mm-hmm. that made me cry. I know. He's so good. I know. Lo- yeah, love that Richard Jenkins. Yeah, he's been in, like, a lot of stuff recently. He's doing... He's... I know. He made me cry in Bone Tomahawk, too. <laughs> like, yeah. For some reason, Richard Jenkins Aww. just turns on the waterworks. Oh, Richard Jenkins. Doing good. Uh, mm-hmm. Doing good work out there. That's right. Well, so I think that's that it talk, for this week, everybody. I think so. <laughs> Thanks so for tune in next time. Podcast. My life is a zucchini next time. We'll talk about it on this program. Uh-huh. Okay. All goodbye, right. everybody. See you good later. Night. Good night. Bombs. Bombs, bombs away. Bombs away. Bombs away.